Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Coming down off of a very exciting week since our last show, we had, um, of course, my interview with Temple Grandin last Wednesday. That was episode number 314. If you haven't listened, definitely check it out. It was uh, quite an experience for me, uh, definitely a highlight in my Uh, you know, 314 episodes, uh, one that I'll remember forever. Uh, She was excellent. And uh, you can find that episode archived in, uh, let's see, on our website, dogradioshow.com, on iTunes as a free podcast. And I've also posted it to our Facebook page. So um, for the past several months now, I've been posting all of our interviews and episodes through to SoundCloud, which enables me to post it directly to our Facebook page as well. So there's lots of easy ways to listen to the archives if you can't catch the show live every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. So uh, I mentioned last week, and I actually had an opportunity to talk with Temple Grandin about this. Uh, There is a really cute story going on at the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show where there was a miniature pig performing with a group of dogs in an obedience skit with Family Dog Training Center as one of the demonstrations that that uh, there's lots of demonstrations that go on throughout the weekend at the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show, which was just last weekend. Well, you know, pigs are born performers. Well, they are. They're all little hams. And we know. All right. But I mean to tell you, I'm here all week. <laughs> well, we also know that they love Oreos, don't we, Eric? As sure. Temple Grandin let us know last week. Mm-hmm. Um So I met Amy Trotter, who's the, I think she's like six months old. She's still quite young, miniature pig. And I posted a picture of uh, Amy and I and um, also some other fun photos from the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show on our Facebook page. I got to watch the demonstration and then I got to meet her and take my picture with her. And I even got to hear her oink, which was like the cutest sound ever. (laughs) But Temple Grandin was right. It was a very food-motivated obedience performance where she was being lured quite a bit around the ring. And the thing that was uh, most impressive to me was just that she was among like a dozen other dogs. And the dogs were like, yeah, that's a pig, so what? Um, But I did get to chat with uh, Lori, who is Amy's human. But did the pig say, yeah, those are dogs, so what? (laughs) She didn't seem to care. She Ah. was just... Held she her was own. so cute. Yeah, she totally held her own. So you can see a picture of Amy and I on our Facebook page and some other fun photos from um, from the weekend. Uh, really fun. It's our sixth year now on air and um, also at the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show. And it's it's really fun to go back every year and see old faces from the industry, from other businesses, like City Dog Magazine had all of their magazines in the doggy bags. Um, Invisible Fence Northwest was there. Uh, they're a former partner of the show. Um, you know, lots of great, of course, Pure Air Odor Eliminator was there, one of our current partners. And we had um, some of our partner information at our booth Pure Air, Odor Eliminator, Jet City Animal Clinic, and the Natural Pet Pantry. And it was really awesome to hear people as they pass by. They would see Pure Air or they would see Natural Pet Pantry. 
And I had a lot of people all weekend long that were like, oh, that stuff's awesome. We love that stuff about pure air or, oh, my gosh, that food saved my dog's life, which I've heard a number of times over the years about natural pet pantries, raw and cooked food for dogs and cats. And, oh, Jet City Animal Clinic, that's our vet. We love Dr. Anderson. And I just felt so it felt so good to partner with such quality businesses. Uh, It was just great to get that feedback. So. Um, and then, of course, you know, the nose work demonstration and then the uh, the the confirmation, which is the dogs trotting around the rings, the Australian cattle dog, which we have two um, personal two of our personal dogs are Australian cattle dogs. The Australian cattle dog won best in show on Saturday and the English bulldog won best in show on Sunday night. So there's actually two separate shows going on. So. Lots of fun all weekend. The booth looked great. We handed out a ton of candy and dog treats and met a lot of great people. And And it was really fun, too, because I was just coming off of my interview with Temple Grandin a few days before that there were a lot of people that were sort of abuzz about having having had heard the interview already. And, you know, it was so fun to hear their feedback, too. So, So speaking of, well, first of all, I was going to say, speaking of leashes, because my guest, who when we come back from break, I'm going to be talking with Katrina Boldry, who's the founder of Bold Lead Designs. And I'm freaking out about these leashes. They're gorgeous. And, you know, for someone who handles dog leashes all day, every day, both professionally and personally, you you can't, I mean, a good leash is something to behold. And we have some of uh, bold lead design leashes at our house, and I'm just loving them so much. And I'm going to be talking with Katrina when we come back from break, who's the owner, about her wonderful leashes and collars and harnesses. She's got these service dog mobility harnesses that are outstanding, and they are the, a requirement for my wife, Darcy Boltz's um, clients to use for her dog's Speaking of leashes, Eric, what a great day to take your dog for a walk. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Even better if you have a Boldly Designs leash, because I'm telling you these things, they're leather leashes. They're so comfortable. Cool. Yeah, we'll find out what makes them so bold, too. We sure will. And then after I talk with Katrina, I'm going to be talking with Colin, who is from a newer newer company, locally based, called Pawsey. P-A-W-Z-I-I, and they have a software platform for shelters and rescue groups to help facilitate pet licensing. That actually ends up giving back to the shelter and rescue group and um, contributes to more pets getting licensed, which, as we know, is important in supporting the efforts of shelters and local animal control organizations. So we'll be talking with Posse too, after I talk with Katrina Boldry of Bold Lead Designs. You can find her online at boldleaddesigns.com. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll get right back in with Katrina when we come back. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Hey, Dog Show fans. Does something stink in your home or car? Pure Air is a powerful odor eliminator that is the only natural food-grade product in its category. It works on bedding, kennels, 
litter boxes, urine, vomit, poop, even skunk spray. You know, all the fun smells our pets bring into our home. It's so non-toxic that you can literally eat it, a requirement for our home and our dogs. Spray pure air on anything you can put water on and let your nose watch the odor disappear. Ask for pure air in stores that specialize in natural, non-toxic products for home. Or visit dogradioshow.com for a link to their website. I'm Julie Forbes, your host of The Dog Show. Pure air is the only odor eliminator you'll find in my home. You'll love it. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Northwest School of Animal Massage on Vashon Island, we cover the world of animals. This week, March 15th, it's Vet Sunday with Animal World's favorite vet, Dr. Bill Burlingame, in the studio. He's the most balanced and knowledgeable vet I know, and we'll have open phone lines throughout the show so you can call in and get his opinion or advice for free on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Next week on Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. Sasha Martin's one goal when she set out to write Life from Scratch was to chronicle her adventure of eating a meal from every country in the world with her picky husband and baby girl. Vicki also talks with CNN anchor Nicole Lappin, who says if you're working paying bills and shopping, you're a CEO of your own financial department, and her new book empowers you to take control of your life. Keep up with show news on Facebook and Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. And be sure and tune in every Monday at noon. The Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different protein options to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their two stores in Burien and Kirkland, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your door. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. I'm Julie Forbes, and my first choice for my pet's food is the Natural Pet Pantry. It's the educated choice. Spread the word. You don't have to settle for the usual talk radio. Now there's Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, AM 1150. And I am back with Katrina Boldry, who's the founder of Bold Lead Designs. Katrina, welcome to The Dog Show. Thank you. So glad to be with you. So um, I was introduced to you through my wife, Darcy Boltz, who is in the service dog industry, heavily in the service dog industry and has been for the past uh, decade, I think, almost. And um, I have seen your mobility harnesses that you make for assistance dogs. And, uh, you know, just hearing Darcy talking about them over the years and also just because I live with her, you know, the the harnesses that she got before she found you and how they didn't fit right and the dogs weren't comfortable in them and they, you know, chafed under their, you know, like all of those things wasn't comfortable for the handler. It put them at a weird angle. It made the wrist sore, you know, all of this right. stuff. I'm so familiar with all of these issues. And so we started really from the ground up to engineer a solution that would address the, these issues that people were having so they could actually have a piece of equipment that was functional. Yeah. Um, because uh, the right the right equipment, the right gear makes all the difference in the way you, you work with your dog. Um, yeah. And, and especially with something as physically demanding as mobility support uh, for a service dog to be helping somebody with their balance, um, you really need to make sure that you've got 
good equipment that fits them correctly, distributes the weight properly, but is also user-friendly so that the person can actually use the harness, get it on the dog by themselves, um, yeah. even if they have uh, maybe some you know, dexterity issues. Um, and, uh, and then you know, the handle has to be the right height so that they're not you know, leaning over funny. Yep. So getting all of those components to work together is, uh, is um, sometimes quite a challenge, but we really enjoy being able to offer um, that equipment to people uh, so they can really get out and live their lives independently. Yeah. Well, they are gorgeous. The, you know, they're clearly more comfortable, all that kind of stuff. And then you have your leashes and collars. So from my perspective, working with dogs professionally over the last 12 years full-time and then having five of our own, I have my hands on leashes all the time. And I, it's like, almost like that nails on a chalkboard feeling when I when I grab a hold of a leash that's uncomfortable I'm like oh you know I'm gonna go grab my leash and you know and that discomfort <laughs> translates down the leash the dog can tell if you're not comfortable yeah and will will sometimes take advantage of it right <laughs> well and so much of the work to in coaching people in training and behavior work around how to get a dog to walk on leash properly is using the leash properly. And if that leash is, you know, uncomfortable to grip, or if you have a dog that's reactive and lunging at things and then it's burning your hand, you know, and it's like a nylon or whatever that cuts into your hand, it, it really impacts really dramatically how able somebody is to use the leash as a communication tool, which is what it should be. So... Right. Yeah, we think of a leash not just as a, a tether, but, but as a line of communication, a way to, to uh, stay in contact with your dog. Um, so it's not just about restraint, it's about communication Yeah. and cueing as well. Yep. So boldleaddesigns.com is the website. You can check out uh, the different products that they have. Now, for your leashes, you have um, the ones that we got, I think, are the medium ones. So you do make them both lighter and heavier? Yeah, we sure do. The medium, I think the half inch is what you've been using. Yep. That's our. That's my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. It's not too heavy. It's not too light. It's good for really most size dogs. Mm-hmm. But we have uh, four different width sizes, just depending on the weight of the, the, of the leather, what you like to hold in yep. your hand. Um, if you have a bigger dog, you, know, you might like a larger, a larger width leather yeah um but you know we have smaller uh smaller width leather all the way down to three-eighths of an inch which is good for small breed dogs or people who like a super lightweight leash too and that's another thing that i've had a hard time finding over the years is a quality comfortable light leash with a small buckle for the little dogs because a lot of these even sort of like quote unquote smaller sizes, they still have these huge buckles on the end of them and it's this big weight hanging off of like a five or six pound dog, you know? Right. Yeah. Getting the hardware sized appropriately for the size of the of the leather um is is a nice <laughs> a nice feature as well. And of course good durable hardware, which is actually tricky to find. So yeah. we, we try to source the, the best hardware that we can to go with the best leather we can find as well. So that you're assured very good quality and durability. Yep. And, and your customer service is excellent, which is so important, I think, in any business. And, you know, I was reading about how you got started, and I so can relate in my own way. Um, 
about the experience of growing a business from zero. Right. I couldn't find the leash I liked. Yeah. I, um, when I was a, a teenager, I raised a, a guide dog puppy, and he came with a special um, multifunctional leather leash, and I used that for many years on my own pet dogs. And when it was time to be replaced, I couldn't find anything comparable. Yeah. So I, being the creative problem solver I am, uh, just figured out how to make one. And um, anyway, it was such a success that carry them today. That's what we do is we, we help provide equipment to people who can't find the right thing somewhere else. So we're kind of helping to fill that gap yeah. um, with quality gear that really serves your, your needs and your purposes. And your um, leashes can be ordered either directly through the company online, which is boldleaddesigns.com. And then you do you also offer uh, products to stores who might be interested in carrying? We do. There's a, there's a handful of um, boutique uh, pet supply shops uh, worldwide, actually, that are um, offering our gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if there's not one in your immediate neighborhood, uh, we, you'll find everything we offer on our website as well. And cool. we do have a list of retailers on the website as, uh, to, to help you shop locally yeah. whenever possible. And then you have a couple different kinds of collars that you make, too. You make a really nice leather and chain combo martingale collar, which is we great. Do. Our martingale's a little bit different. It's the only adjustable martingale in leather oh, wow. <laughs> with a clip. So you can clip it onto the dog's neck. You don't have to slide it over their head, uh-huh. which means you can adjust it to exactly the right um, size yeah. to get the right uh, action of the chain. So yep. you can keep it uh, either a little bit looser or a little bit tighter, depending on how, how you like to use that to communicate. Mm-hmm. And then your uh, quick-release collars, leather dog collars with metal buckles, those are gorgeous. A metal buckle is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. you, you, most people are familiar with the, the cheap plastic ones yeah. um, on other dog collars, but we found a, a beautiful metal buckle on leather um, that is far more durable than the plastic stuff. Um, and it also happens to be very good looking. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're, the, the leather's gorgeous. I keep saying gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Darcy was like, God, I can't believe how much you're freaking out about these leashes. I'm like, I'm so excited about them because I, I to um, refer people to, I mean, for myself, but mostly to, you know, to refer people to so that others can benefit from them as well, because I know how important it is. And that's really how we've grown our business is uh, just people just, they, they do genuinely get excited about finding that perfect dog leash. Mm-hmm. It's not silly at all. We totally understand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, now, do you have dogs of your own? Uh, I do. I have two um, shepherd mixes. Uh-huh. I think one is a cattle dog, and I think one is a husky something. Uh-huh. Uh, they're lovely dogs. They're they're here with me at the shop today. Nice. Lucky dogs get to go to work with you. Yeah. They're always with their mama. They love that. What, what are their names? Uh, Cora is uh, my uh, 10-year-old blind cattle dog shepherd, uh-huh. and Hazel is my husky mix. Husky Shepherd something. She's adorable. How old is she? She is six. Uh-huh. Cool. We have two cattle dogs. I don't know if you heard that from the beginning, but... And then one mix. We're not sure what she is, but she looks like maybe she's got cattle dog in her, but they keep us busy. Huskies will keep you busy, too, though. Yes. She, <laughs> she certainly does. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of... Uh, because of the University of Washington Huskies, we have a lot of Young college students who get Huskies because they want their team mascot, and I don't think they quite are prepared for 
what they signed up for? They're a little different. Mm-hmm. They're definitely an independent, free-thinking <laughs> yeah. kind of dog. So smart. They do their own thing. <laughs> yeah, so smart. And so sweet. I know. I lived with a husky when I was in college. My One of my roommates had a husky, and he um, used to, when nobody was home, he would go to everyone else's bed and take the pillows and blankets and bring them over to his mom's bed and make, like, make, I don't know, you know, why exactly he was doing it other than just to make a comfy bed for himself. But we would find all of our pillows on her bed and he would be the one who did it. So I was like, uh, are you part human? Kind of scary how smart they are. <laughs> so you're in Colorado. You're Colorado-based. Yes, I'm in uh, Aurora, just outside of Denver. Okay. I'm a Colorado native. Uh, nice. So uh, we, we try to try to keep things um, close to home here. So Yeah. Well, that's cool. And you sell your leashes and collars, and you've sent to all 50 states and all over the world. Worldwide. Yeah, I think at last count we were at about 30 countries. Wow. Which well, I cannot list off the top of my head. Yeah. What's one of the countries <laughs> What's one of the countries that you send, other than the U.S., that you send um, the most to? We have a lot of uh, wonderful, very loyal clients in Canada, Australia, and the U.K., uh-huh. um, but uh, we we actually have uh, shops in uh, China and Japan hmm. uh, uh, reselling our, our our work as well. Nice. And really, you name the country, and we have uh, we have clients that we have shipped product to. So it's it's so wonderful um, to have that broad of a base of customers. Um, and and people find us because they can't find what they're looking for um, anywhere else. Yeah. Um, so we, we love having that unique, uh, the unique offerings we do. We're, we try not to reinvent the wheel to offer the same thing other, other folks, other companies, other businesses are. Yeah. Um, you have such a wide variety of um, products. There's accessories, too, and you can see them all on boldleaddesigns.com. If you're in the market for a new leash for your dog, I'm telling you, you're going to be freaking out about these. They're so great. Leashes, you have a lot of service dog equipment and leashes, harnesses, different types of harnesses, mobility harnesses that are, as far as I'm aware, the best that are out there. Uh, Leash badges and IDs, tabs, couplers, accessories, visibility lights. Um, Now, you can also do, there's like a customization that you can do for the leashes. Yeah, we do a lot of customization, and that could be changing the hardware or even changing the color of the hardware um, to... Let's say let's say this this fancy um, eight way leash that can be worn over your shoulder may maybe just a little bit. It's really close, but you need the length adjusted a little bit to make it perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Those are modifications we're happy to help you with. We want to get you the exact item that yep. you need nice. uh, for your for your lifestyle. Awesome. Well, I'm. You know, I'm loving our leashes, telling my clients about it and telling now dog show fans about it who are uh, national and international thanks to the Internet. So this will be going out to iTunes and all that good stuff. We have uh, one of our countries of that I get at least a lot of communication from is Ireland. Um, I've had a few people ask me for dog show car stickers and I've sent them out to Ireland. So I know there's some of them floating around out there, too, which is fun. 
Uh, We're okay. Have to get some stickers from you. I will send you some. So the company is Bold Lead Designs. The website is boldleaddesigns.com. And Katrina, how long, um, if somebody wants, you know, goes and orders a leash today, how long is, is the turnover generally for like leashes and collars? I, I know mobility harnesses and stuff like that probably take longer, but. Sure. Um, most of our uh, popular items, uh, leashes and collars, are actually in stock, ready to ship. Great. Um, so those will usually go out uh, just in, you know, a day or two. If it's something that we need to customize for you, uh, we'll run up to 10 days on leash and collar customizations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the much more intricate, super custom items like service dog harnesses, we run about four weeks on those. Okay. And I know for those, um, you have the client measure the dog. You know, there's all these measurements that you take to make sure that it fits both dog and handler right. yeah, perfectly. Yeah, specific measurements so that we can get all of the straps and the handle and everything just perfect for you. Yeah. And of course, we do really stand behind our work. Yeah. So we want to make sure that that is perfect once you receive it. And what are the different, you said there's four different sizes of leashes. Mm-hmm. What are they? Um, so the small width, uh, the size we're referring to is the, the, the width of the leather. Okay. The small is three-eighths inch. Um, and that's good for um, smaller breed dogs or people who like a nice light leash. Yeah. Um, uh, medium is half inch wide, and then there's large, which is five eighths inch. I know that I wish we used the metric system. I tell you, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's a good sturdy leash without being so big you can't get your hand around it. Yeah. And then our extra large is three quarter inch, which is good for big burly dogs. Yeah. Um, or people with big hands who like a bit of a hefty leash. Yeah. And I noticed that the uh, the end of the leash, there's this sort of like, I know it's not a braid, but it, it's this interesting sort of loop, looping thing that you've done to yeah, attach the... Yeah, we call it the... a braid. Okay, so, great. <laughs> um, we, the, the, we like to use the braid uh, to fasten the handle and any um, any joints, some of the multifunctional leashes we have that have different yeah. length adjustments, we'll use the braid because it's um, it's really a, 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 the most durable and secure way to actually join the leather. Yeah. Um, and then on the larger widths, we're going to use screw posts down at what we call the dog end of uh, the hardware uh-huh. of the leash to make sure that it's really durable and sturdy. Yeah. So we don't use stitching because stitching can pop and eventually unravel. Right. Um, and rivets are not reliable. They're not structurally sound. So we avoid those types of techniques that might have structural problems. Yeah. And, uh, have our uh, kind of a, we have a bit of a unique uh, assembly method. That yeah. We cool. And then uh, just as a final um, note, I see popping up every once in a while on the website, boldleaddesigns.com is that you also offer antlers for dogs to chew on. Yeah, we have locally sourced antler chews. So we have uh, Rocky Mountain Elk uh-huh. um, antlers, uh, which are wonderful, durable chews. We like to offer a few uh, accessories and goodies that complement the, the handcrafted leather goods we make in our shop. Yeah. So, uh, again, trying to find local um, local sourcing or natural products that kind of fit our overall model yeah possible and we love that's one antlers are one of the few things as far as bone type you know bone type chews that we give our dogs that actually you know i love them because they don't splinter 
uh, and our cattle dogs, especially our male cattle dog, I mean, he'll splinter marrow bones, you know, like the, the big, the big chunk beef bones, the, he'll just splinter those. It's like, what are you doing with those mm-hmm. jaws? Yeah. And the antlers are so much more durable and safer because they don't, yeah. they don't uh, make those big sharp shards yep. and they're a little softer on the teeth too. They don't wear their teeth down like bones can. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting combination of like they're kind of indestructible, but then also have a softer surface. So funny, and they don't stink, and they don't carpet, stink, which is super nice. Oh, I know some of those, <laughs> some of those chews clear out a room. All right, well, thank you so much. Your your products are gorgeous. I love them so much. If you're listening and you're not in love with your dog leash, collar, harness, whatever. Don't waste any more time. Get on to boldleaddesigns.com and check out Katrina's amazing products for dogs and get yourself a leash that you love, that you get excited to hold and, uh, you know, make that walk with your dog even more enjoyable. Boldleaddesigns.com is the website. Katrina, thanks so much for your time today on The Dog Show. Thank you. And we're, to be with you. and we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Colin with Posi, which is a new software platform that uh, came from Seattle that helps shelters and rescues coordinate pet licensing. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Wish your dog didn't hate going to the vet? Wish you were welcomed by a team who cared? Jet City Animal Clinic is an enjoyable respite from the same old thing. Dr. Anderson and her team have created a full-service facility that combines veterinary expertise with a comfortable style. Jet City Animal Clinic is located in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood on 12th Avenue across from Seattle U. Bring your crazy questions, odd ideas, and alternative thinking. Jet City Animal Clinic will work with you to keep your furry family members healthy and happy. Traditionally educated with an open mind, call us at 206-329-0253 or email info at jetcityanimalclinic.com to make an appointment. Jet City Animal Clinic, a unique approach to the health care of your urban pet, a local family practice, jetcityanimalclinic.com. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior behavior training and nutrition specialist www.sensitivedog.com write it down shout it loud alternative talk 11:50 a.m. now wasn't that fun welcome back to the dog show with Julie Forbes you're listening to alternative talk a.m. 11:50 i was just talking with Katrina Boldry with Bold Lead Designs, Colorado-based company that makes these just exquisite collars and leashes and harnesses for dogs. 
Um, I, we just love ours. Those are the leashes that we use. And um, when you have your hands on a leash as much as I do, you appreciate quality and comfort. So check them out, boldleaddesigns.com. If you've missed any part of this show or any of our 314 episodes, you can find them all archived on our website, dogradioshow.com. You can also find them as a free download on iTunes. Uh, just go to the audio podcast section on iTunes and you can download for free. And now we're also posting them to our Facebook page via SoundCloud, which is really fun. So you can listen very easily directly from our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. And so with me in the booth, since I'm talking with a local company now, is Colin. It's Macintosh. Macintosh, yes. With Pawsey. P-A-W-Z-I-I is the company name, and it's a software platform for pet licensing to sort of coordinate and manage pet licensing for shelters and rescues. Effectively, yeah. It's a way for not only cities and shelters to license all the pets they need in in an efficient, modern way, um, but also for pet owners to be able to license their animals straight from their phones or their computers um, just in a few minutes without worrying about, am I in the proper jurisdiction? Do I have the right paperwork? Um, it's just a really simple process that's trying to streamline everything and, and unify jurisdictional requirements. So that's what's in- interesting to me. We were talking um, before the show about, you know, what what inspired you to, you know, work for the company and, you know, ultimately reducing the number of dogs who get, you know, pets that get euthanized every year because they have nowhere to go. And, you know, I've talked before on the show about how important it is to license your pet because that goes to directly support really important efforts like animal control, Seattle Animal Shelter, all those guys. I mean, that money goes to fund really important services for pet owners. And so if this increases the revenue for those different organizations, that's ultimately just going to benefit the animals. Right. And, and what we see is a lot of people actually, and this is uh, not necessarily surprising, but one of the things I've noticed is a lot of people have no idea that those pet license fees do go directly to city animal shelters, spay and neuter programs, microchip initiatives for your discounted vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, so really licensing your animal is not just securing the safety of your pet, but it's also a very responsible thing to do for the animals in your community. And uh, like you alluded to, there's a huge problem with with shelter pet euthanasia in the United States. Uh, Eight million pets generally go in each year to shelters, and only about four million come out on average. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the the idea is that by, you know, streamlining the process, making it extremely simple, driving community awareness by going on radio shows such as yours, for example, mm-hmm. um, we can really get that compliance rate up. And uh, and that's exactly what we see. And we usually see uh, when we come into a county that does not have any way to license their pet online and we provide that for them, we've seen upwards of 200% or more increases in compliance rate, which theoretically is a doubling or tripling of the financial resources available for these shelters and animal services. Yeah. Um, so what is the... Um, what is the problem generally for, uh, you know, like where's the disconnect or what part of this do you um, think Posi helps with the most? Is it getting people to license their pets? Is that kind of like the the meat of it? And then that 
ultimately sort of branches out and has like a ripple effect? Like, is that ultimately more people licensing their pets? I think so. And, and we, we also have um, additional tools that counties can use to track their, their pet populations. Um, you know, we also have applications for counties who want to do tag and release programs for their feral cat populations, for example. So it's not just about the licensing software that we provide, um, but more about offering, and, you know, Posi's totally free for, for counties or shelters, so offering more of a consolidated platform for them to license more pets, for their citizens to not have to worry about where do I go to license my pet? What form do I need to mail in? Which license am I purchasing? Um, we try to make that process and bring it into the twenty first, bring it into the twenty first century, make it extremely simple. And so, at the crux of it, our first product is that that licensing platform. Um, but we are branching out and, and creating more tools for these counties and shelters to use to you know effectively save more pets. Mm-hmm. So I know it's probably seems like a shocker to people that. <laughs> A software was designed in Seattle, um, but so is there a story behind the inspiration for this? Yeah, and and you know it's it's uh, the story of our founder uh, Alec, fantastic guy Alec Matias. Um, his uh, his fiance is actually director of shelter medicine at a local shelter, uh-huh. and uh, Alec was a he you know he's too modest to ever say this, so I usually say it for him. Uh, but he was former front-end development at Zillow, uh, the NFL, NBC. He actually won an Emmy uh, at NBC for his work on, on the Jimmy Fallon show. Um, and Alex, great guy, and, and he was you know, speaking with his fiance one day, and she was, uh, as, as uh, significant others often do, com- complaining about the, the software at work and sort of uh, how clunky it was. And um, he realized when she connected him with other industry professionals that this is a big problem that a lot of shelters were using outdated software or um, a lot of counties didn't even have a way for people to purchase pet licenses online. Um, and so Alec decided to take the plunge and become an entrepreneur. And um, his focus from day one has been building software with the shelters and counties in, minds, in mind. Mm-hmm. So um, that's sort of his inspiration. Um, his story inspired me to, to jump on board and um, it, it feels good. It's, it's definitely not, you know, we're called a civic tech startup. Um, as far as our focus, you know, working with the community, um, but uh, you know, we are we are a traditional tech startup as well. We're we're working really hard to make this happen. Mm-hmm. So you've been uh, this was um, started last year, right? So it's been pretty pretty new. Company's about uh, over a year and a half old now. Yeah. Uh, he founded the company in September 2013, but okay. we've been actively taking license orders for uh, over a year now. Um, and so we are, you know, the platform's very mature. Um, it's, it's something that, uh, we obviously work on improving, but, um, definitely a mature platform and we're growing, growing pretty quickly. And where, who is it that you're trying to reach? <clears throat> well, it depends on, depends on the day, really. Uh, we try to, I try to reach out to new counties frequently, uh, new municipalities, let them know that, Hey, this is an option. We're unlike other companies. We're not going to charge you any money to set this up for maintenance, for, updates. We don't want to take a dime out of your pocket. Um, and, you know, on, on other days I'm reaching out to, um, I'm doing field marketing, I'm hanging flyers. Uh, I want people to know um, whether they're in a vet's office or they're at a dog park um, or whether they're, you know, maybe on a website about to give their dog away to uh, somebody to watch for the weekend, um, that you should license your animal, not just because, you know, 90% of licensed pets that go missing come home and only 20% of unlicensed pets ever come home. But because it also is is the responsible thing to do if you you know really care about about animals and really care about animal welfare. Mm-hmm. So if 
And then also if somebody's just listening and they're like, oh, I should really license my pet, <laughs> they can just go to the website? Uh, we cover the vast majority of the Puget Sound area, so um, we are working on expanding, obviously, all over the country. Um, but yeah, as of right now, if you are, if you consider yourself in the Puget Sound area, whether it's King or Snohomish or Kitsap, um, you can go ahead and go on your mobile phone, pawzi.com. And how do you um, spell that? P-A-W-Z-I-I.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, time yourself and, and tweet at us and, you know, let us know how long it takes you. Usually I try to time people and it takes about three or four minutes from start to finish and, and, uh, you'll get your license in the mail in a couple weeks. And so based, so if someone was going to do that in King County, then the the licensing fee is going to go through Posse mm-hmm. to the, whoever it is, to that right. organization, the shelter. Seattle Regional County. Animal Services of King County. Yeah, okay. exactly. And so, and, and so we have partnerships with um, some of the jurisdictions that we work with and including Seattle and King County. Um, and they love it when... I, I go out and, and do things like this just because, you know, I am spreading the awareness of pet licensing. And um, we, we do sort of act as that courier intermediary service um, between them and, and their citizens. They also have their own online programs. Um, but one of the, the uh, points of confusion that we try to get rid of through POSI is which jurisdiction am I in? Does my city have its own program? I don't know. I don't know if I need to go somewhere or get my own mail-in form. Um, we take care of all that. All you need to do is enter your address, and we will bring you to the right jurisdictional page. Very user-friendly. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. And you have noticed a great uh, increase in um, activity just in just from the start of this year compared to last year? Oh, yeah. We've, uh, we've actually um, almost eclipsed the amount of licenses that we, we uh, sold in 2014 just in the first couple months of this year. Um, a lot of that has to do with increased awareness. Um, a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, it's a new year. People are getting new animals. Uh, you know, it's, it's something that I'm, I'm excited to see. Um, we, uh, we've gotten a little bit of recognition recently for the work that we're trying to do. And, and uh, hopefully that snowballs and continues into um, more and more people licensing their pets. We want to see that rate get as high as possible. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. And uh, is there anything else about the about Posse that you'd like people to know about? Um, you know, I, I think uh, I think one of the things that um, we see when it, when it comes to cities and, and the trouble they have with getting their licensing rates up is that just people don't know um, where that money goes and, and uh, people also, you know, whether it's you move or um, in a year you have to renew your license, we take care of all that for you. So in a year from when you get your license with us, we're going to shoot you an email or a text message, let you know, hey, it's time to renew. It'll be a one-click renewal link. Um, take you straight to payment and uh, make sure you haven't changed jurisdictions. Um, and so we really do strive to just have um, an extremely comprehensive platform so, so people don't even have to worry about um, when they move or, or uh, you know, when it's time to renew. Mm-hmm. And you guys have an affiliate program as well? We do. Um, one of the things that, that we've seen uh, private shelters struggle with is um, if you are not affiliated with your local government, you don't unfortunately get any of the of the fees that come from licensing. So private shelters. There's a ton of, I mean, a ton in of, this yeah, area, a sure. ton of rescues, mm-hmm. smaller or, yep. or even larger. I mean, there's, a, there's some pretty big ones, too, that aren't 
that aren't, like you said, directly affiliated with the government. Absolutely. And so one of the one of the issues is that, um, you know, obviously, if you want people to license their pets, getting them at point of adoption to do so is a really ideal thing. The, the problem is that these shelters serve such a wide range of jurisdictions. I mean, I have I have shelters tell me that people drive in from Nevada to get get their pets from them, mm. um, that if they're trying to license adoptions for people who live in Snohomish or King or Kitsap or, you know, Stanwood or wherever wherever people are coming from, um, you have to have 30, 40, 50 licensing forms all on hand. Your staff has to take time to walk people through the process. Um, and it's a really big hassle. And so I've had shelters tell me that, hey, I just threw my hands up a couple of years ago and, and we unfortunately told them we can't do licensing anymore because it's too big of a strain on us and, mm-hmm. and we can't get anything back from the government. So our affiliate program um, allows shelters, because the way that Posi works is we charge a, a $3 transaction fee to the pet owner at time of transaction. Just the note that doesn't apply in King County or Seattle. It's the same price. But for other jurisdictions, we do charge that $3 transaction fee. And our affiliate program directly gives back um, a big portion of that revenue to our shelter affiliates. So that way, if let's say you license out a few thousand pets every year, or sorry, you adopt out a few thousand pets every year, and then you license those animals, now you're directly benefiting from licensing those pets. Posi will unify the jurisdictional requirements so that way your adopters, no matter where they come from, are able to license their pets on their phones or an iPad kiosk in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And now as a shelter, you're directly getting thousands of dollars in revenue from encouraging your new adopters to get those licenses. So it's a win-win-win, win for the pet owners, win for the shelters, and win for the cities because they're licensing more animals. And a win for the animals in the shelters. Absolutely, because more pets return home and, and uh, the pets in the shelters have longer boarding periods and, yeah. and they're able to get better care. Win-win-win-win. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, there's really, uh, in, in my opinion, you know, I'm looking to adopt later this year. I'll, I'll be adopting and licensing on the same day. And, and yeah. uh I hope everybody considering adoption will also, you know, make sure they license their animal. Well, you mentioned the founder worked for the NFL. Yeah. Speaking of winning, I have <laughs> my Seahawks shirt on. <laughs> well, let's wait till next season. The Hawks. Yeah. Wait till next season. Yeah, it's last tough last season, tough last last game. Well, at least. And I'm from New England. Oh gosh. Yeah, that so, was real brutal. I'm sure your friends gave you a good time. Uh, yeah. Well. Uh, great work you guys are doing. The website is posi.com, P-A-W-Z-I-I, posi. You can find them on Facebook. <laughs> you can find them on Twitter. Twitter. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what is it? At, At posi. Um, okay. And then on Facebook, it's uh, posico. But if you search for posi, you'll find us. Great. Uh, yeah. And I've also posted a link to uh, posi, um, the website, and then also through our Facebook page, but you can find a link to them uh, through our homepage, which is dogradioshow.com. And uh, it's just great work. Thanks so much for the your guys' efforts um, to ultimately help animals and the organizations that support them in finding homes. Absolutely. And we're going to take a real quick break, and we'll come back with the last segment. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. The Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different protein options, 
to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their two stores in Burien and Kirkland, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your door. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. I'm Julie Forbes, and my first choice for my pet's food is the Natural Pet Pantry. It's the educated choice. Pure Air's powerful formula lets you eliminate pet odors safely. It's strong enough to effectively get rid of smells like urine, plus stronger odors like those that can be caused by illness. Pure Air is safe enough to spray directly onto people, animals, or use in the bath or laundry. Pure Air is perfect for dealing with dire situations, refreshing your dog between baths, or just before company comes. Pure Air is the most effective product you can buy to remove stinky pet odors safely. Find it at stores like Mud Bay, McClendon's, and Natural Pet Pantry, or visit their website, pureair.com. That's pure, A-Y-R-E, dot com. I'm Julie Forbes, host of The Dog Show. Pure Air is the only odor eliminator you'll find in my home. You'll love it. 1150kknw.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Dog show! Dog show! Big dogs, little dogs, fat dogs, and Irish dogs! Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Oh, Eric, how's it going? It's going great. I'm still, I am still flying high from Temple Grandin last week, I swear. That was a great conversation. And the Seattle Kennel Club dog show and all that good stuff. And You had a busy week, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real busy. Um, so, you know what's so awesome? One of the things, I love Seattle. Love it. Love Seattle. I think most of us do. We probably wouldn't be here if we didn't. Nope. There's a few people that are just like, yeah, I got to be here because my husband or I got to be here because of my job or whatever. But most, by and large, I think people here just feel like super lucky to be in these surroundings. Yeah. The yeah. only kind of person, the only reason I've hear, heard people say that they don't like Seattle is because they want, they need like to live in like San Diego or something like that where right. it was always sunny. They, they they can't stand a drop of rain. No, they can't. <laughs> So um, I just wanted to say uh, Pure Air, um, the odor eliminator extraordinaire, uh, is having a promo on all Pure Air products in March at QFC. So uh, QFC carries both the home and pet line, and it's in their natural products section near the cleaning supplies. So next time you're at QFC... Um, and you want to pick up some pure air, they're having a promo. So definitely check that out. Um, also, you know, you can get it um, at fine stores like the Natural Pet Pantry, Mud Bay, PCC, and a whole bunch of other places that carry pure air odor eliminator. But they're doing a promo at QFC stores through the month of March. So just a heads up on that. Um and I saw that the Natural Pet Pantry is doing um, feeding another uh, foster dog. Uh, his name is Tenzo. And uh, the post about this, I've, so I learned about this on Facebook, is there are there's so many benefits of feeding raw or cooked food for dogs and cats. It's just insane how beneficial it is. 
It's actually really not insane. It makes perfect sense because nutrition is the most important thing for health. Um, and dogs and cats are no exception. So the whole mentality of like, oh, it's just a dog just is kind of fading out, fortunately. Um, but the focus of this little story, um, Natural Pet Pantry is um, donating food to feed a foster a foster dog who's in need of a home, is the the um, dental benefits of feeding raw food diets. Um, one, it impacts the um, you know environment in the mouth. There's all those live enzymes in the raw food that helps to prevent tartar buildup in the first place. And then they also have their whole raw um, duck necks that are great to give dogs to have them have the benefit of crushing bone in their teeth, which is what those teeth are made to do. And it's uh, it's really the best dog and cat toothbrush that you can find. So uh, it's just always wonderful to see, you know, Natural Pet Pantry is so generous with the community. Um, they've been feeding um, our old dog haven uh, final refuge dog, Lois, who we've almost had now for a year. And she was like 70-something pounds when when she landed in the shelter. Uh, we think she's between 10 and 12 years old. And she's at her goal weight now, which is at about 46 pounds. So she lost 25 to 30 pounds for a dog of that size is a lot of weight. And it's not easy to take weight off of, especially older dogs. And it just came off at a really lovely pace feeding her. Uh, natural pet pantry cook stew and she just keeps getting younger and younger it seems as time goes on so just a special shout out to the natural pet pantry um, I love referring my clients and friends to them and seeing the dogs transform it's really awesome so you can find them online at naturalpetpantry.com and they also have two locations both in uh, one in Burien and one in Kirkland and I look forward to giving another talk at their Kirkland location again hopefully sometime this spring or early summer. So, uh, you know, if you missed any part of this episode or any of our over 300 shows, you can find them archived on dogradioshow.com. You can go to iTunes and download for free, or you can go to our Facebook page and listen from our Facebook page as well. If you would like a dog show car sticker, they're free and they're really cute. They look just like the oval logo on our homepage, dogradioshow.com. Just send me an email host at dogradioshow.com and give me your address and tell me how many you want and I'll be happy to send them to you, no charge. And you can hand them out to your friends and they have our website on it too. So feel free to get in touch for that as well. We'll be back next week talking about canine epilepsy uh, with somebody that I met at the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show this last weekend. So I look forward to that conversation as well. Thanks so much for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes.